So who needs a change of scenery right now? Oh, everyone in the world? So it's good that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere. We're not just talking about apartments, but houses, townhomes, condos, and all matter of domiciles from the oh-so-cozy to, did I just hear an echo in here? And from the 3D virtual tours, you can search for your special somewhere from anywhere. So stretch those fingers across a keyboard and change your scenery on Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back here for another round of Too Hot to Handle 2 back on Netflix. And I'm so excited to be here with a woman who specializes in the hottest dummies on the hottest islands. Here she is. It's Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten, how are you? I'm so good, Rob. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. I'm so happy to be here. Wait, you thought you were on one podcast. This is actually uh, the Genius Season 3 recap. We got you. Uh, okay, I, we're going to have to tone shift here. We're going to have to pivot. That's that's the reverse too hot to handle. That was the reverse too hot yeah, to handle. Yeah, you think it's going to be hot dummies on an island and then you learn something. Yes. Well, uh, let me just say up front, we're going to talk about the premiere of Too Hot to Handle 2. And then Carson McKinnis is going to take you the rest of the way with our Too Hot to Handle coverage here for season two. Are you ready? I ready or not, it's here. Uh, I have to be. I also just uh, up top would like to to put out a little warning for anyone who has issues with the H word, uh, like Jenny Autumn. Mm-hmm. They use it a lot and you're going to you're going to probably hear it a lot. So just a warning. Yes. And the H word is herpes. Horny. No. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, that <laughs> this is too hot to handle. To where? Which we, to me, I think of it as like the number two hot to handle, like Fast and the Furious, yeah. like Too Fast, Too Furious. This would be a good test for the contestants on Too Hot to Handle, where they get like a a blank hot blank <laughs> handle blank, and then they put in front of them T O O T O T W O. Well, uh, Cam's educated, so he would get it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But in criminology. Yes. And Lord of the Rings. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Not to like jump too far ahead. I'd, I, maybe I'm just built different, but I just have no interest in someone doing a Gollum impression at any time. Yeah. What year is this? Like this, this filmed recently mm-hmm. and that's what he chose to do. Yeah. So let's just uh, get this all set up. Too Hot to Handle 2. This is the show. If you're just listening to the podcast, uh, this is auto-playing from whatever you listened to last. Welcome aboard. Uh, We're talking about a show where the Netflix has sent uh, hot people who are very thirsty to an island, and then uh, they tell them they can't do anything. And they trick them, allegedly. They think they're on a show called Parties in Paradise, which, again, if Parties in Paradise was real, I would be lobbying to cover it for RHAP, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, They they called them super hot super spreaders also. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone that. That that. seemed in poor taste. Well, especially because, again... I feel like many of the people that are participating in Too Hot to Handle probably also participated in Super Spreader <laughs> in the past. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. That's so um th- there's that. There's that. Yeah. But so they, they got like what, twelve hours to just like hook up and do whatever they hang wanted out, and then hang out. and the hammer comes down, the fake host Jeff comes yeah. out to tell them that Lana's actually in charge. And that's uh, basically episode one of uh, Too Hot to Handle. I guess uh, let's just do a little uh, setup here, Kirsten. Yes. And so let's talk a little bit about uh, Too Hot to Handle 1. We talked about it last year. Yes, uh, probably when did it come out? Like April, May? It was uh, either late March or early April, I think. Mm-hmm. On Netflix. And I think we both really enjoyed uh, season one of Too Hot to Handle. There were certainly like uh, high points and low points. Yeah, it was a very fun experience. It was only eight episodes last year. So it was just, you know, all of it dropped. We watched it in a week. We covered Mm -hmm. it on the podcast. We had a lot of jokes, a lot of fun. Okay, here's my uh, patron five for five type uh, question for you. How many cast members from... Season one of Too Hot to Handle, could you name? Okay. Um, obviously, we've got Chloe. Chloe. We've got Harry and Francesca. And um, this also implies that if you said a person who, like, I would be able to tell you if they were right or right, yeah. not looking at the season one cast list. Um, I think there was a British man named, I think his name was David. Um. Mm. I'm going to Google the season okay, one cast Okay, yes, list. please. Please feel free to Google the, the season one cast. Uh, there was a woman named Haley. Um, there was... Hmm. There was a David. There, I knew there was a David. So I've got five. I know there was ten. Oh, Kels was yeah, there. Yeah, oh, wow, okay. So you're pretty good. Kells is going to be on the challenge. This is why you podcast about the, the handle. This is why I, I got six of them, and there, I'm assuming there was ten. I know there was that guy from Colorado, well, that, and then there were people like that Jesus. came in later. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. I, don't know I know if there, there was, was the guy, guy from that, Colorado. He he lived in a van. He was on America's Next Top Model at one point. Um, oh yeah, he had longish yeah, hair. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know his name, but I know he exists. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, there was there was that guy, and what's his name? Uh, hmm, let's see. I just want to make sure I'm looking at the right uh, the right cast. So, uh, was Matthew? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I feel like I also could have just started guessing like fairly common men's names. Yeah, like there there was probably a Chris, probably an Alex. Yeah, there was like, a Nicole I don't know. from Ireland. Right, and she got under-edited. Yes. Oh, there was a um, boat guy, Bryce. Bri- Bryce, yes. And then uh, there was also, yeah, uh, Sharon. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of that mm-hmm. woman in my life. She's one of the winners. Yep. I mean, they uh, all won at the end. They all won. <laughs> Except yeah. for the ones who got sent home because they refused to, to commit to the premise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So that was uh, too hot to handle season one. So uh, very good on you there. And so uh, we're back. And so the premise here, uh, which I thought, okay, interesting, was that they tricked them. I guess they tricked them last year also that they thought they were going on some sort of a show where it was just going to be some sort of like a big um, (laughs) hedonistic uh, type event. And I just here's my question though yeah because it's like they think they're going on a show where they just get to basically have an orgy right yeah. uh 
what did they think the actual premise of that show is? Do they think it's going to be actually for adult websites? Do they think it's like a Jersey Shore type, just like following them live their lives type thing? Like, okay. what do they think it is? So here's what I think. Okay. I think everybody here knew they were going to be on Too Hot to Handle too. I, I think nobody got on. tricked. I think everybody knew what they were going on to. And here's why. When Lana, the uh, Amazon Echo type device, pops mm-hmm. up from the table, Lana is not so world-renowned or iconic that if that popped up, you and I, after watching a season of Too Hot to Handle, Kirsten, if you were somewhere and Lana popped out of a table, would you immediately know you were on Too Hot to Handle? Yes, I would you, instantly know. You would instantly um, know? Because- but, okay, so wait, I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay. What if they knew they were going on Too Hot to Handle at the start of the casting process, but then they forgot that that's what they signed well, up possible. for? And so then they bought into this whole Parties in Paradise thing. And then when Lana yeah. came up, it was like, oh, right. Because the reaction they had when Lana pops up that that everything was exactly the same as Too Hot to Handle season one. That you would think that the entire time they're there, they're like, oh, this is Too Hot to Handle. Like, no, 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 it's Parties in Paradise. Uh, that they're all like, no, it's Lana. They went, no, we're on Too Hot to Handle. Like, that either that they have no idea what Too Hot to Handle is and they think they're on Parties in Paradise. Or if they know what Too Hot to Handle one is, then they definitely know they're on Too Hot to Handle two. This is tough. Um, there was one big difference, though. Last season, I don't think they had a fake host of the show. I don't recall. Like, I don't remember ever hearing a fake host Jeff before. Mm-hmm. I like that. I and, think they should have really leaned into the Parties in Paradise idea. I was disappointed they didn't do more with that. That guy was, uh, like, a perfect host for Parties in Paradise. He was ready to go. He was so excited. And then when you Google, like, too hot to handle fake host jeff nothing comes up i do not know what this man's real name is he i was do a not PA, know who he I is bet. yeah yeah he must have just been a pa mm-hmm. uh will he get an imdb credit for it only time will tell yeah okay so yeah. can this work again for the second time kirsten we did not really get to see uh you know in the first episode they end with sort of like the reveal of okay you're on too out to handle yes it's a tie dad uh here's the thing okay i think that as long as there are hot dummies that are willing to go to islands this show will work i think they will always be able to find people who are willing to do this yeah for very limited funds because even if they don't lose any money and they all win they're gonna get like yeah. five dollars after taxes at yeah the end. but they're not in this for the money that uh, these they're clout chasers they saw what happened last year we were watching like uh oh do you realize that francesca just added a hundred thousand instagram followers today like uh well they- again to be fair i'm pretty sure she bought those you said well whatever that um i i think that people are like oh okay these hot dummies on Netflix. I'm going to follow them on Instagram now. That's true. They'll get it. They'll get some Instagram followers. But like, again, for the cast of season one, I don't think anyone is really remembered other than Francesca and Harry and Chloe. Now that she's been on the circle, mm-hmm. like, 
I'm I'm looking up on Instagram. I'm just typing in too hot to handle. Like who's gonna come up? Yeah, Harry comes up, Chloe, then Francesca. And then already people from season two are coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently there's someone named Lydia last year. Um, she might be one of the people that came in late. I don't recognize this woman. Mm-hmm. I truly could see her on the street and I wouldn't know a thing. Like Yeah. Yeah, I think people go on these shows because they think it's going to get them all of the clout sure. and everything that they've ever wanted. Uh, and then really like two to three people from this cast we will remember in a year. Yeah, I'm on the Two Out to Handle Wikipedia page. It says it's based on the contest from Seinfeld. Wow. Where's Akiva? He should be covering this with us. I, I don't know. I mean, that is wild that... I feel like that anecdotally, but like uh, Wikipedia is crediting like that the actual show is based on the Seinfeld episode. And that's why which had very different in, rules. Yeah, it started in 2020. Uh, and then they're like, yeah, so this is based off a Seinfeld episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seinfeld a very famous perseveres. Seinfeld episode. But um, all right. So here we are with uh, 10 yes. new people. And I feel like that we have more like couples out the gate than we did uh, to start last season yeah it seems like people are already paired off uh which is going to make it much more difficult for them to not uh get physical uh, i do also just i need to call attention again at the this show called um intercourse rumpy pumpy, rumpy pumpy. in the first two minutes of the show and i just think that needs to be on the record yeah because it's the, so many things that happened in this episode were very troubling to me. Yeah, there was uh, <laughs> there were many euphemisms that I had not heard before uh, this episode. <laughs> so you are very firmly in the camp of no to Rumpy Pumpy. I think that that um, we we should not be saying that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't don't say super hot super spreader. Don't say rumpy pumpy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it possible that is that like a British colloquialism? The uh, rumpy pumpy. I, I've watched a lot. I feel like a lot of British of, slang is rhyming. Like Cockney rhyming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, it is. It's British slang. Yeah. Look at you. I would, they don't say that on Love Island. Mm-hmm. Well, Love Island, I think, is probably the classier of these shows, right? Yeah, well, I mean, Love Island UK has like some lasting relationships, some marriages. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it definitely has worked more. But there's also been a lot more tragedy with Love Island. So it's it's hard to balance. Okay. Now, here, the premise of the show is that they do try to couch it in that uh, there is like a moral here of these people are just giving into their uh, 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 carnal delights and that they need to learn to like, you know, it's not all about just the, the, the tangible parts of a relationship. Well, yeah, it's basically like. Oh, all you do is have casual relationships. You never like let anybody in. You never have a meaningful relationship. So what we're going to do is we're going to put uh, 10 of the most sexed up individuals all in one place and tell them no sex. Sex is off the table and see if they are able to grow and develop and learn how to have a meaningful relationship. 
they're also, you know, as per last season, there's going to be little workshops yeah. where they're they're going to do t- challenges. I don't remember. I think there was like yoga. I don't know. They did some weird stuff last season. <laughs> uh, yoga or Yoni? I think both. I yeah. think they had yoga and Yoni. Yeah. So, yeah, the exercise, I think, were the worst part of the show last season. Yeah, they did. A, I think they did a bad job with them. I think you have to just let these characters uh, really shine. The problem is, is that when you are looking for these uh, super, super sexy uh, people, they don't always necessarily have the personality to back it up. It really depends on if they've always been sexy or if they uh, became sexy later on. Because, like, if you start out not sexy, you have to have a personality. But if you've always been hot, you can just rely on your looks and you never have to do any better. Which is more likely to succumb to the temptation of the uh, too hot to handle island? That's tough. Because I feel like if you haven't always been hot and now you're with all these hot people, you're like, still maybe feel like you're not that hot and you're like oh my god i'm here and everyone's so hot and like i want to just hook up with everyone i don't know it's hard it's hard to say hmm. yeah um we'll see do you feel like is there a person here that if you had to guess that uh who is the who is the late bloomer in the group peter peter <laughs> Because his whole thing is, oh, if you're confident, they'll wonder, why is he so confident? And I think if he recognized himself as a hottie, he wouldn't think that people are curious about why he is Hmm. confident. I didn't find that Peter was somebody who I thought had that kind of uh, self-awareness to know whether or not that there was a point where he was not hot, then he is hot. Peter looked scared the whole time. Did you notice like he had genuine fear in his eyes? I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the fear comes from that. Uh, he does not seem to be on anybody's radar. Yeah. Well, he's the TikToker, mm-hmm. So he probably thought that he'd be on everybody's for you page. Yeah. And he's just not coming up. Like if there was a guy draft, like in the episode of One Tree Hill that I watched this week, uh, I think that Peter would certainly be taken uh, fifth out of five. I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, because everyone. Okay, so we should we maybe just go through the cast? Go for, go for it. Yeah, let's, let's go through the cast. So, um, I've got them in the and order. Some people they, got a lot, and some people like uh, really were like, uh, who are they? What do they do? Well, yeah, at the end of the episode, you said, "Who is that?" And I said, "That's Kayla." <laughs> yeah, purple Kayla. All right, so purple Kayla. Go through. Let's talk about them in okay, the yeah. order that they were. Uh, so we uh, started on uh, Carly and Melinda, who both got a Carly lot of screen time in the episode. Yes, uh, Melinda is a model from new york yep. she needs to be adored she needs compliments yes and don't touch her hair do not but, touch this woman's hair which honestly understandable mm-hmm. i feel like uh people probably try to get all up in that let her live let her hair be mm-hmm. um but if you want to smack her ass she's interested in that that's she makes that very clear from the jump she's open to it she's open to it uh Carly uh, says that she is a man eater and that she hates rules and does not follow them and that she once cheated on a boy with her ex in front of her boyfriend at a bar. Mm -hmm. So a winner. Yeah. And she likes bald guys, uh, but there were no bald men in the cast, according to the host of the show, the narrator. Yes. uh, 
I think her name is Desiree. I yes. Don't have a, who, despite sounding remarkably like the woman who is the narrator on The Circle, is not the same person. Yes. Yeah, so uh, for Too Hot to Handle, Desiree Birch does the voiceovers uh, and The Circle's host is Michelle Buteau. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they do have similar voices. Yes, and intonations, and it's almost like that. I think that uh, whoever is coaching the Netflix reality TV division voiceover department, like, okay, this is exactly how we're doing it. This is how yeah. we do voiceover on our shows. I think they're probably getting very similar coach uh, coaching, <laughs> very similar like examples of what they should sound like, maybe. Um, they showed Desiree Birch the circle and we're like, we want you to do it like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did think that the uh, narrator on this had a little more leeway. Like, I think she was doing more bits than uh, they were doing on the circle. Yes, I I do think that there's a level of freedom with a show like Too Hot to Handle where you can just really throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks. Uh, it, I, people, I think, really look at the circle as being having a little bit more integrity. Yes, yes. I would say uh, Too Hot to Handle openly has disdain for its contestants where the circle wants us to love its contestants. Yeah, and I think the circle wants us to take it more seriously. Whereas Too Hot to Handle is like, this is our summer fun. Like, we're having a fun summer. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the circle is also a little bit more where, like, oh, we're learning. It's an experiment. We're seeing it's a social media experiment of, like, what can social media teach us? This is very much like, uh, what could we try to teach these horrible people? Yeah, it's like these people, they never even try to have a relationship. They're just horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's dunk on them. Yes, yes. Uh, Okay, so then Nathan comes in. So they did a very interesting... uh, They introduced people in a weird way where they brought in... Like, you'd think maybe they bring in all the women, then all the men, or, like, alternate. But no, it was, like, women, one man, more women. Like, they switched it up a lot. I feel like they did that last year, too. I don't remember last year, Rob. It's been, like, the last year has been at least five years, okay? yeah. It's not it's not my fault that I don't remember. I remembered like six contestants from mm-hmm. the show. Okay? I bet the casting for this was actually a lot easier than in a normal year where it's like, uh, hey, we want to film you on an island where we're going to like see if you could potentially uh, resist temptation. It's like, uh, oh, wait, uh, quarantine. I'll go anywhere. A hundred percent. But I also think. It will be, uh, I think that this is going to be a more um, sexually active season than last year. Because again, quarantine, maybe these people have had less opportunity to let their freaks. Probably not these people, but you would think the people in general. I mean, maybe not like the one from Florida, but like, I think some of these people probably had to actually quarantine. You would think they they at least had to quarantine for like the 14 days before the show started. Which, you know what? That's a long time for these people to be away from Yeah, others, you would think okay? so. And in season one, the, even though it aired for us during quarantine, that I'm not sure when it was filmed, but it was certainly filmed pre-COVID. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Nathan is from England, but lives in Texas. Uh, he says that there are two fantasies that girls have. British guy and cowboy. So he's going to do both. Is that true in Canada also? I think that a uh, British guy most people are interested in. 
Uh, Cowboy, I think, is more hit or miss. I think there's probably other fantasies out there. I don't know. Yes. He said there are two fantasies, British guy and cowboy. Um, All he has to do. What's the number one uh, sexy male costume in Canada? Sexy male costume. You go to a bachelorette party in Canada. Stripper shows up at the Mm -hmm. door. What what is he? A Mountie? Not oh no, not a Mountie. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I've n I don't know. I've never uh been at a bachelorette party where we had a male stripper. Mm. But you've heard stories. I I don't know if that's like as much of a thing here. I feel like that's just on TV. That's just a U- US thing. I maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not a, certainly not a cop. Maybe a firefighter, maybe firefighter? a firefighter. Yeah, that's a, always a crowd pleaser. Yeah, I think that that's probably the number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but apparently, though, if you're English, you only have to say either good morning or Harry Potter. Yes. Um, do you think that the male exotic dance review was hit hard by COVID? <sighs> yeah, probably. You think so? That's a tough, that's a tough industry in COVID time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to do a lot yeah. of like Zoom strip teases. I mean, maybe OnlyFans uh, came to prominence at a time where Nathan might be able to get something else going on. I know, like there are Zoom like strip shows that you can purchase tickets to go mm-hmm. to um, to support. Yeah. Uh, this is a good question. Work. Kirsten, uh, how many of the contestants from Too Hot to Handle 2 will uh, have an OnlyFans by the end of the season? Ooh, I bet a bunch of them already do. I yeah. I guarantee you that several of them had one going in. That's probably actually the motivation to go on the show is to get more people to subscribe to their OnlyFans. Yeah, because last season we're like, oh, how many, how much are they charging on Cameo? Uh, well, now I think that they have a real way to monetize. Like, they, that, I think that's the play: spend all the money on Too Hot to Handle. And uh, you are going to have a lot of success. You'll make it back on the OnlyFans on the back end. Yeah. And that's like a lot of a lot of reality stars are going the OnlyFans route because uh, sex work makes you good money. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Um, Yeah. So Sharon, that was one of the guys we could remember uh, that from last season, he already is on the OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Uh, according to this article from Screen Rant. It's weird that Screen Rant is writing about OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I- I'm sure that you will easily make that money back up. So just like, uh, you know, go rumpy pumpy as long as you want in the <laughs> too hot to handle house because the, the, it's an investment. I know um, Harry from Too Hot to Handle season one also, I think, is on OnlyFans. And I think he's like one of those OnlyFans scammers where the pictures he posts to OnlyFans are like basically the same thing you get on the Instagram for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would never do that on, on mine. Got to create the, origi- they can't gotta create the original people. content. It's got to be original content. Yeah, okay? got to do that. Come on. That's, you know, if you're going to monetize, you got to do something. You yeah. don't have to do the full Aussie, but... Yeah, it's really different than what's on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It'd be Uh, like if you became a patron and I just put out the same podcast that I was already putting in the main feed. I mean, a lot of like Patreon podcasts do that, where they just put the exact same podcast but no ads, and it's like, yeah, you get them without ads on Patreon. Mm Hmm. Okay. Should I do that? Honestly, I mean, maybe. I think most of your patrons are like, we want to support Rob, so we want to hear the ads and we'll Mm -hmm. purchase the products. 
Okay. Well, I don't know if people are purchasing the products. Let's not get too carried away. I mean, I think some people are purchasing the products. Depends what it is. I feel like you're a Beachbody on demand influencer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get back to uh, the sh- show that people yes. may or may not even want to hear get, about. Get back to So Nathan um, decides to compare Carly and Melinda's um, butts. Yeah. Yeah. That was very forward, I thought. I was like, uh, what's going on here? And Carly's like, oh, something's moving in his pants. Mm-hmm. Like already. Yeah. So. What was he going for? It was like basically like he was like uh, sampling like uh, the, the produce of let me see uh, y- you and you at the same time. Yeah. He's like, OK, well, uh, let's let's compare size, shape, muscular structure. Let's mm-hmm. let's see how these compare. And I think that did he declare uh, he, a winner? I don't think he did declare a winner. Yeah. I think that would have probably been a bad move More for insulting. him to, yeah. to instantly say who has a better butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it doesn't even matter because Emily comes in and he uh, instantly wanted to also sample her butt. Yeah. And here comes Emily. And, and where is Emily from? Emily is She's from, from the somewhere, UK. Yeah. somewhere in the UK, but I don't think she specifies exactly where. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if we can find out. Yeah, Wikipedia just has her from London. But like what part of London? Mm. Okay, well, there's city. a bustle article yeah. about everything you need to know. Let's see. In London. Where in London? In some of her pictures, she kind of looks like Austin from BB Can 9. Okay. Yeah. Here's Emily. Uh, she's, she's into everything. She's greedy and she describes herself as a set of open legs. Yeah, that is what she said. And... Uh, a little peek behind the curtain for everyone is we watched this show together on, on Zoom so we could yes. record this podcast. I think both of us had a reaction to, I'm like a set of open legs of, oh! Never okay. heard anyone ever say that before. No, but I've heard people say they're an open book. <laughs> uh, yeah. do you, does Jessica not know, no, not Jessica, Emily, does Emily not know what a what a book is? Yeah. You got the saying wrong. Okay. So... Emily is uh, very, very excited to be there. And so we, then we get a pair of guys, uh, Chase and Cam, who both ended up getting a lot of screen time. Yes. So Chase is a professional football player. But what we find out over the course of this episode is he plays in the Canadian Football League, mm-hmm. which is not the same. It is fully. The, actually, the sport itself is different with like the dimensions of the field, et cetera. Uh, and I've done yeah, a little wider research. field. Yes. Tell us about Chase. Uh, so he uh, is on the Montreal Alouettes. Yes. And uh, again, so the CFL has very strict salary caps. So te- te- typically, if you're a Canadian football player, you don't really make like that much money over like if you just had a normal career. Uh, average salary for Montreal Alouettes is 81000 a year. So m- more than I thought. Some of the teams have an average salary of like 40 k Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm a professional athlete, but they make like minimum wage. Okay. So Chase Demore, he is on Twitter. Kirsten, how many Twitter followers for uh at Chase Demore? One thousand two hundred. No, two fifty seven. No, two hundred and fifty seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no. 
<laughs> so, yeah. That again, he's not an influencer yet. I thought he. Uh, I thought that he would have. And again, we're we're recording forward. this podcast right as soon as this draws. So maybe by the end of the week, uh, that uh, the Chase Demore Twitter following will grow. Well, his tweets are not great. Mm-hmm. Like some of the tweets are great. He's got some good tweets about Juneteenth. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a little basic but, on the Twitter. But yeah, most of his actual tweets that are his content are very like he's mostly just retweeting too hot to handle stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is I don't think he's I think his Instagram maybe will grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when I was like trying to calves. find him. Yes, exactly. Like his mm-hmm. But he seemed like a fun guy, Chase. Yeah, he seems nice. Yeah. Uh, he had not one but two diamond necklaces on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that's like the evolution of men wearing like a chain. Is that wear two chains? Necklace. Yeah. Yes, two chains. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, uh, he's on Instagram too. Uh, how many followers for Chase on Instagram? Um, well, he's probably got a, like, what, what like a, a couple thousand, like a 2,000 or like uh, 200 13. again? No! <laughs> the, the, not 13! Again, we're, we're early on this, so that may be by the end of the week. Uh, that At least really... you know that he... Oh, wait, no, this 13 followers is a fan page. That's oh, a fan page? Okay, so... Okay. I think his Instagram... No, okay, he has followers. He has a lot of followers. Okay. How many how many do you think he actually has? I don't know. I have no idea. He has 41.6,000. Oh, okay. Good for Chase. Yeah. Thank goodness. His actual account has followers. Okay, good. I got faked out. Yeah, you I was like the first result when you look at him up is a fan page. Mhm. Oh, but do you know what he did? Oh no. What did he do? What? What word in too hot to handle do you think he spelled wrong in his Instagram bio? Uh, handle you're right. <laughs> he wrote H A N D E. There's no L. Mm. Did he run out of characters? His, okay, so this is his bio. Um, well, no, his name. So his name is Too Hot to Hand Chase Crown Emoji. Yeah. Um, he has an athlete Instagram account, and his bio says, I love cheese more than penguins. Contestant on at Too Hot Netflix season two. I love and then cheese more than penguins. I'm trying to think if I do too. Um, I don't. Not a huge... I like penguins a lot more than cheese. Yeah, I'm not, you know, that excited about cheese or penguins. I mean, penguins are cute. He also has cameo. Yeah. How much do you think he charges for a cameo? He charges a lot. Twenty five bucks. Um, where does it say? Is there a salary cap on oh, cameo? Fifty dollars for $50. A cameo. Okay, from, give it a week. From Chase Demore. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then he has a YouTube channel as well. Um, but it looks like he's just uploading his TikToks to YouTube. What does he do on TikTok? I, Lord, if I know. We need a, a team of people to like go down the TikTok rabbit hole for all these people. Brian Scally. Yeah. Paging Where, you. Yeah. Where's TikTok, Nicole? Where? Oh, yeah. That's right. Nicole. Oh, Chase Demore has a million followers on TikTok. Wow. Wow. Boy, Must I be feel doing like something you could right. get a million followers on TikTok uh, just by getting out of bed in the morning. 
I think you just you go viral one time, one time, and then suddenly everything pops off for you. Yeah, they're giving out a million followers on TikTok like they're Tic Tacs. It's like a free T-shirt gun. You get a million followers. You get a million followers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would take a million followers. Sure, sure. I think you just got to make a video. You got to figure out how to work the app. I got to figure out the algorithm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's easier than figuring out too hot to handle. Well, too hot to handle at its core, very simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we also got Cam came in and he calls himself a sexy nerd and does a Gollum impression. Yeah. What'd you think uh, about that? I didn't like it. Yeah. He's he said, "Oh, would he do a Gollum impression in bed?" I don't know how that would go over. And I think, you know what? Poorly, maybe. Right? There might be some people who are into that. I'm not interested in kink shaming anybody. Live your life. Don't yuck anybody's yum. Yes, exactly. We're not yucking anybody's yum, but um, this is not a yum for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't even think that he would want to do it. Like, I think he was just being weird. I think there's probably other Lord of the Rings characters that uh, maybe you might get some uh, more mileage out of. But Gollum is like kind of gross looking, right? Well, what did Gollum look like before everything? Mm, Did he used to be handsome? I think he kind of looked like a normal person. Okay, maybe he maybe he needs to have that weird voice. Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm exposing myself as a non Lord of the Rings person. Sorry, Mm -hmm. everybody. Can you do a? Legolas, open Legolas, not open. Mm-hmm. That sounds like uh, you go like open Sesame, mm-hmm. open Legolas. Yeah, well, he is with Emily, so I think that he has the locker combination. Not that. Uh, one thing I kept doing over this whole episode is thinking that Emily's name was Jessica. Why? I don't know. She looks, she like, just a looks like a Jessica to me. Mm-hmm. So, if anyone else had that experience, please let me know. We'll be right back talking more Too Hot to Handle with Kirsten in just a moment. But we have a sponsor that I think is perfect for this podcast because I think that some of the people on Too Hot to Handle probably could use some new sheets. And that's why we're talking about Linen. Now, if your everyday has started to feel ordinary, you could transform it into something magical by upgrading your bedding, loungewear, towels, and robes. Step into the new season in style and comfort Get it all in one place. Brook Linen. Don't wait to be the head of household to uh, get that upgrade on the robe or the bed that you've been waiting to do. Brook Linen, they work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups. And if you're like the people on Too Hot to Handle, they can't afford luxury level markups. So they get you an amazing array of products at a reasonable price. And Brooklinen has something for your every comfort need. Ideal for a seasonal refresh because they're launching new products, colors, and patterns all the time. Like buttery, soft, breathable sheets, plush, and absorbent towels, cozy robes, comfy loungewear you'll want to put on and never take off. Tell that to the people on Too Hot to Handle, Brooklinen. They're so confident in their core products. They come with a 365-day Warranty and fans are confident too. That's how they got 75,000 plus five star reviews and counting. And their customer service clearly, they get their eight hours every night because they are a dream to work with if you ever have an issue. I am very happy because after a long move across the country, today is the day that my Brooklyn sheets got here. 
in my storage unit, ready to go on the bed. And Nicole's got them uh, through the laundry, ready to go. I cannot wait to get to bed tonight to get back to my Brooklyn in sheets. You're going to love them too. Give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklyn and go to brooklinen.com. Use promo code ROB to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter promo code ROB for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com. Promo code ROB. Another big personality uh, in this episode was Larissa from Auckland, New Zealand, uh, which is where they filmed the Lord of the Rings movies. I wonder if her and Cam uh, got to chat about that. Full, it's a full circle moment. Full circle. Uh, We'll see uh, if Cam gets into anybody's Hobbit hole. Yes. Uh, Larissa's a lawyer. Yes. But um, her brain is not her biggest asset because it doesn't get her free drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. Nobody's like, uh, wow, that, that was an incredible argument you made. Can I buy you a drink? I mean, I think that more people should be buying drinks based on, on a good argument. I think that I would well, they have to be in the courtroom. getting free yeah. drinks. Yeah. You know, Too Hot to Handle, Kirsten, is very interesting. Uh, it's like the United Nations that we really... Uh, very few other television shows bring together the global community of Europe, America, uh, that New Zealand. Okay, not to get too meta here, but I think you said the exact same thing last year and that it was in the best of 2020 podcast about yeah. the United Nations of horniness. Well, I mean, it's like when we talk about like what yeah. unites us as people. It's- Horniness. Yes, the rumpy pumpy. (laughs) Rumpy pumpy. These Uh, maybe perhaps this is how we solve world peace. We just get our uh, hottest, most thirsty uh, representatives together. They're not having wars. Yeah, they'll discover we're not so different after all. We until all two people that... want to go for the same person, and then it doesn't it doesn't work out. And but it's World War Three. Mm. We might be onto something here, you know. And I, I, I also I have a poli sci degree. I feel like uh, I'm not seeing any immediate red flags here. So look, I think that we should maybe. Where's the next hot spot on the globe? Let's uh, that you pick the hottest person from that country and then you pick the hottest person from the country that they're warring with. Put them in a room together, send up a bottle of wine and then let's see what happens. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know who needs to hear this message, but I think we're (laughs) on to something. Yeah, we uh, honestly give the production team of Too Hot to Handle a little bit more power in our global politics mm-hmm. and the the geopolitical landscape. This could be the solution. Yeah. Okay. So I think that we're across. That, that one was easy to fix. World peace. solved. Done. Sorted. Yeah. Uh, Larissa's type is brunette banter balls. Yes, uh, and I heard about the four Bs earlier this week uh, on the Love After Lockup a recap I did with uh, Bryce Isaiah. Um, they, they were the the four Bs that were cited on Love After Lockup were uh, all different than uh, none of them were brunette banter and balls. Huh. Well, I guess it just takes all types. Hmm. Yeah. So a completely that was seamless cross promotion. Yeah, com- 
it's it's, it's a, a lot of podcasts being recorded on the same day for me. Uh. Um, but yeah, that that's what she's looking for. The three the three B's uh, that he has to be brunette, has to be able to give good banter, and then balls. I guess is a like, more of like a blanket term for. She's, uh, she said he has got to have good dick game. Yes, yes. That she wasn't only concerned about one specific part of the anatomy. That was just Honestly, more a global. Three B's. I could sign off. Brunette business bureau of of dating. Yes, you're that you're very specific on hair color. Not like brunette specifically, um, but like uh, darker featured men. I think mm-hmm. much better, much better. I, I think you have to only date tall men. Also, that's tall and toxic are the first two requirements. <laughs> so you're on the T's. You need the three T's. I need the third T. Um. So yeah, we want tall and toxic. I don't know because gaslight starts with a G, so mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But I guess yeah, everyone, you need to have an easy uh, initialism for what you're looking for in, in dating. Everybody so. needs to have a code. Yeah, put that in your put that bumble. in your bumble yeah. profile. Okay. Uh, uh, so we got Peter. Here comes Peter. Peter from Staten Island. He's a TikToker. Yeah. Yeah, I think Peter uh, might have missed the casting call for Big Brother. Oh, he, I think, would have really liked being on Big Brother. Yeah, like I he's friends him. with Tommy Brocco, probably, right? I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he comes in and he's like, I walk into the backyard and I see mm-hmm. all these sexy singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think all the influencers on Staten Island know each other. How big is Staten Island? I am an ignorant Canadian. I don't think it's it's very big. One of the boroughs. Okay, Peter has over two million TikTok followers. Yeah, and what does he do? Does he 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 says he does uh, dances, but the dance that he's he's like, hey, uh, let me show you my dance, and then he proceeds to just start uh, humping uh, Melinda. What the hell did I just see? Hmm. What was I, the dance? It wasn't a dance at all. So it was a, in a reply to a comment on a previous video, which I, um, on the desktop, I don't know how to get to the the original one. So um, the comment was, I think I just realized I had a blood kink. Thank you, TikTok. Mm. And then he grabs a glass of red wine out of a woman's hands, pours it over himself, takes off his pants, turns around and just starts squeezing his butt repeatedly. And the woman's like, hey, you poured out my wine and is like hitting him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, So 344,000 views. He is Peter Vigilante. Uh, I think that's his real name. It's a weird name to choose for yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also, yeah, he has pole dancing. A lot of drinking red wine videos and dancing on a pole. A lot of doing the worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot with the blood. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's like, here's a lot of some slow motion getting out of a pool. Yeah, I think... Uh, some uh, thirst trap TikTok. It's certainly a thirst trap TikTok. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's so much with the with the with the red wine blood. What's going on here? Maybe he has a blood kink. I don't know. And then and then, but also like he's like pouring uh, milk on himself. 
Yeah, it looks like he's just pouring various food stuff over his body. I guess maybe just hoping that somebody will lick it off. I don't, I don't like know. food waste, Kirsten. I got to be honest. This is a turnoff for me. Yeah, I, food waste is not cool. Mm-hmm. I uh, I grew up in a family with a military father who like went overseas and saw people starving. If you like didn't finish your meal, you were in big trouble. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, you can't be wasting food. Yeah. All right. So... Yeah, Peter. Does he know there's people with no food. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of drink waste, I guess, more yeah. than food waste. <laughs> Doesn't he know there's thirsty drunk people? <laughs> yeah, if you have a drink, uh, he's gonna pour it on himself. Well, I hope to never meet him then, because if somebody took my drink and poured it out, I'd be like, "Listen, we've got a problem here." Mm-hmm. What do you think the <laughs> casting for Too Hot to Handle was like? Was it just like a scroll through uh, uh, TikTok and Instagram? They probably did some TikTok Instagram scrolling. I think they probably turned on that global Tinder to get Mm -hmm. people from all over the world. Uh, And then what do you think the interview process was like? Mm, I think it was FaceTime. A little FaceTime. Basically like, hey, uh, show us what you look like in a bathing suit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us like three dating stories. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that I don't even think that they went that far. Okay. I think it was a very, very uh, simple process. Um, no. All right. So uh, how about this? Peter went up to, who was it? Cam? It was like, oh, you look just like me. Yeah. Um, Not really. I I, I, they're both brunette men. Mm-hmm. For me, who is face blind, they look similar enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think Jesus that Peter is face blind like Akiva? Maybe. Mm-hmm. One of the many things they have in common. Akiva says he's face blind, but then um, when we met in person, he recognized me instantly. Oh, okay. And I said, who are you? Mm Because I've never seen a picture of Akiva before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about uh, Kayla, who was the person that I said to you. uh, Who is this? Yeah, who is this woman? Yeah, so she's from Tampa. She's a part-time model. She does bartending. She says she's not really picky, but people have to have an edge. Um, so like she likes like a bad boy. Yeah. But then clarifies that everybody has an edge like deep down. Yeah. Kayla is gonna be the person who's gonna be the total like um uh like nitpicker about the money and like uh she doesn't there's nobody in there that she hit it off with. She's there to to cash out. And so anybody's like, ah, 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 leave room for the Holy Spirit. Yes, leave room for the Holy Spirit. She's the one in her intro package. She talks about how she's like, sorry, mom, but you were a total cock block. And it's like, yeah, I think that's what your parents do when you're living at home in high school. Like, I think that's normal. Mm-hmm. And then she said she thinks about sex all day, every day. That's all Adidas. she thinks about. There's no. <laughs> that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the secret meaning of the <laughs> Yes. Uh, that's all. That's all she thinks about. She has room for nothing else. No. What was her thought. profession? Um, a model slash bartender. Okay. But yeah, so uh, she's really like a an absolute zero. Hmm. Yeah. So she's not really bringing anything uh, to the table. Uh, you know, v- you know, very attractive woman to be on the show, but really, she didn't hit it off with anybody. She yeah, must have no beautiful. no personality. Yeah, I think she's always been hot. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, uh, then uh, Marvin from Paris. Oh, Marvin. Yeah. Marvin was, I think they did, they treated Kells the same way uh, last season where that he was the person who they like had everybody and they're like, wait, what's this? Like the last person entered the Royal Rumble and then here comes Marvin. Yes, um, but unlike Kells, Marvin has hit it off with some women, um, whereas Kells, I don't think really... He was very standoffish. Like He, he was, was all about the money. He was the accountant of mm-hmm. Too Hot to Handle, not like a TikTok accountant, like a yeah. real accountant. Yeah, where Marvin has like a, a degree of charm that Kells was just like, hey, I'm, I'm hot. That like I'm I'm the alpha male, and you know uh, that I could have. I'm a lion. Yeah, I could have any woman I want, and I'm here to make money. That was Kel's last season. Which and how happy do you think he was with his like five dollars <laughs> that he made at the end of the day? He uh, earned it. He he earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have gotten a bigger portion of the prize because yeah. he really like kept things under control last year. Yeah. Um, Marv says that he can Dougie and stuff. Yeah, so he says it's impossible for him to come home from the club alone. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think probably has advantages and disadvantages. Like, do you think it's impossible in that, like, he always wants to take someone home, so he always does? Or is it like a curse? Or like, sometimes he just really wants to go home and curse. get a good night of sleep. And then it's like, well, I can't leave without a woman. Yeah, I guess he could just not go to the club, but... What, what, you expect him not to go to the club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is he going to do? I mean, every single time he goes, he has to, like, somebody's going to follow him home like a stray cat. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah. If I was getting followed home every time I went to the club, I wouldn't be going to the club anymore. I'd hide in my house. Uh, yes, get very comfortable with lockdown, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I like then, Marvin. Like, I thought he was good. He's charming. Yes. Very charming. Yeah. Uh, and very attractive. French accent. French accent. Do women love like, it? How do we rank, like, what's the ranking of, like, sexy accents? Because I feel like French isn't, like, the sexiest accent. You feel like it's not? I feel like that if this is Family Feud, uh, 100 people surveyed, uh, top five answers on the board. Uh, what, what do you think it is? Uh, London? Like, I think, I think people are going for, for Australian UK? accents and UK accents, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Where does Long Island rank? It's not on Pretty the board. High. <laughs> Pretty not high. Not on the board, Rob. <laughs> it's like oh, I really uh, the one of the most attractive things about a person is a Long Island accent. What about Peter's Staten Island accent? Mm, yeah, it's the same same idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, but I feel like that French is pretty underrated. I think you're being uh, a little hard on uh, French. Not like just saying like oh and gross French disgusting to me. I'm just saying I don't think it's like the sexiest accent. Now is that because it's a little more common to hear in Canada or not in uh, the western part of Canada where you are? Well, um, the only actual bilingual province is New Brunswick, which is very far away from here, um, home of the great Lindsay Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's Quebec, which is majority French. But yeah, I, I don't really encounter too many um, Quebecois people mm-hmm. over here. But uh, Quebec French accents are very different from France mm-hmm. French accents also. Yeah. Uh, 
I would say a French accent from France is definitely sexier than mm-hmm. like, French accent from Quebec. Well, I think that uh, France just overall, it's like uh, Paris is like uh, considered to be a very romantic city. So I think that yeah. the French accent comes with a lot of like intrinsic, uh, ooh, romance. Yeah, it's the implication of the French accent. That <laughs> right, right. It's that the Staten Island accent does not come with the <laughs> implicit what's romance. The, what's the reputation of Staten Island? <laughs> There's a garbage dump there. Perfect. Yeah. And they That's don't exactly... like lockdowns either. Okay, well, uh, maybe Peter is a super spreader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I. They talked about the bedroom situation like very briefly, uh, mostly just so that the women could talk about how they wake up um, H word, the hump people. Well, I think that the the humping is happening not even awake from Melinda. It it seemed like Melinda was talking about like uh, a nocturnal emission type situation. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the impression I yes. got. She had very, she's very, uh, like many of the contestants, uh, has very uh, erotic dreams. Yes. And then the the best part of that is now, that, is that allowed this, on Too Hot to Handle? I mean, do you have control over that? I'm sure all of the men are having a similar yeah. situation by the week two. Yeah. Well, I don't know that. Uh, are we going to find out that? Uh, wh- what's the air freshener's name? Lana. Lana is Lana going to say? You can remember because it's anal backwards. Okay, though. forgot. Yeah, that, that I'll never forget it now. <laughs> uh, but is Lana going to say like, uh, actually, we were detected uh, during your sleep last night. Uh, this uh, look at this footage. It's like uh, the deduction is uh, two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I look at cheap one. one. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you, you can't really ding them for that. Like it's not their fault. It just mm-hmm. happened. Um, but I like how Melinda brings it up, and then the other women are all like, "What? I thought only that happened to me only, and not anybody else." And it's like, yes, all of you shared have completely unique human yeah. experiences. <laughs> like, shut up. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens to people. Okay. Uh, or when what's next? Oh, Carly and Chase are mm-hmm. really into each other. Yeah, oh, the, that um, there's a battle, uh, a a chase for Carly, uh, because that uh, we have uh two, uh, battering rams of both uh Chase and Nathan have the hots for Carly, but uh Chase is way out in front. Uh, that uh, Carly seems to have almost no interest in Nathan. Yeah, and again, Nathan. I don't think I'm going to remember who Nathan is in mm-hmm. six weeks. Yeah. Uh, Chase uh, really goes for it with Carly. They you are- go Chase over uh, Nathan? Yeah, probably. Me too. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, Ch- they're they're very flirty. I like uh, last year we saw someone being like, oh, you've got sweat on your upper lip. Let me get rid of that mm-hmm. as a good way to like go in for the kiss. But this one, they're just like. Oh, your lips look so soft. Oh, your lips look so soft. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess is more normal. I don't know. Yeah. Um, then this came right after Nathan did his uh, strip tease on Carly, which uh, yeah, I think it she did not was work. It did not work. Um, and so Chase uh, goes in for the kill here. Uh, Carly uh, says repeatedly she l- would l- felt like that Chase could throw her around. Uh, yes. I don't think she expected to throw herself around because she basically gets concussed. So uh, paging Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. Uh, yeah, for- both people in this couple have CTE now. <laughs> <laughs> 
because he's a football player. I got you know? it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> very good. It was very good. Yes. Uh, I love explaining Take her into it the blue tent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because uh, yeah, then she, because she didn't even remember his name after. Yeah. She thinks his name is Noah, which couldn't be a more different name than Chase. Mm hmm. Yeah. Not good. Um, should the production have stepped in? It's like, all right, let's give her five minutes here before uh, we go back to the uh, rumpy pumpy. But I don't think she would have listened because she's like, <laughs> well, OK, I'm good. Get back over here. Like, come on. Yeah, well, that's why in the NFL, they, they don't let the players make the decision. The players are always like, yeah, I'm good. Put me back out there. You're right. Production should have stepped in to be a little bit more protective. Here. <laughs> uh, and I like it. <laughs> Uh, Chase's response is like, normally you just would get one shot with me, but I guess I'll give you two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very weird. Okay. Uh, so there you go. There's uh, Chase and Carly. And then you yeah, have uh, one Peter. couple. Then you have a uh, Cam and Emily. And, and I thought that they're actually like kind of like a sweet couple. They make a lot of sense together. Mm hmm. Uh, and I they... hate Peter for trying to break them up. How dare you, Peter? This is true love. Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, really that they seem like that uh, for a show that is all about just like the like, uh, okay, everybody wants to hook up. They they like earnestly seem like they have a connection. Well, and like they're from kind of the same region. So you could actually see something happening from it afterwards. It's not like, oh, they're going to be. Yeah, uh, cross continents. Uh, they really uh, are talking about geography. You know the beautiful view, but what's on the other side of the sea? Yeah, what do you think it is? What's west of Westeros? I don't know. It's a <laughs> very deep question. That's at the at the coast near near where I live. You can see Port Angeles across the water. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, um, but they, I thought that the, sweet. I, I, re- I really like them, Cam and Emily. Like, I, I hope they work out. Yeah. I, you know what? I like them. I'm, I'm going to be t- a little bit more tentative, but I do like Does she them. like Lord of the Rings? I think that that could be adapted. Like mm-hmm. they could figure it out. Yeah. Uh, when they kissed, they were sitting so far apart. Like they had to lean in like two feet each mm-hmm. to get their faces to each other, which I thought well, was funny. They used to social distancing. I don't think that's what probably paid. not. I probably not. what Dr. Fauci intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, uh, you, if you sit six feet apart, you're fine. So are you uh, ready for the uh, big party? Animal party. Uh, but just before that, I we just need to uh, mention that Melinda and Marv do seem to have a connection. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they and have they clap for uh, Emily. And yes, a little and- clap. Little clap. It's the only time it's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, they seem like a nice couple too. Yeah. Honestly, so, I stand. Yeah. So who is not booed up uh, yet? Right. Uh, um, okay. Peter? So Peter, uh, Nathan, Kayla, Kayla, Larissa. Oh, Larissa. Yeah. Could you? Can you see a pair? Can you put two of these together? What about Larissa and Nathan? Oh, he's not a brunette. Yeah, no, not a brunette. Yeah. Um, Larissa and Peter, maybe. There's a big age difference there. Uh, not that it's the biggest, but it would be the biggest age difference in the cast. She's the oldest at 28, and he's the youngest at 21. Oh, ew. As a 28-year-old woman, I disavow that couple. I, if, I mm-hmm. would never want to be in the same room as a 21-year-old. I just feel like that, I, you know, I could, that, um, 
you know, I, I just feel like that um, even Melinda, I could see her like uh, being with a Peter. But I, I feel like that Larissa, I feel like that of anybody seems like that she's looking for somebody who is it might be a little bit more of a, a grown up. One well, like she's legally blonde, like she has her life together. Yes, yes. Um, uh, but, did, but she also legally horny. Was that also something that was said yeah, on the she show? She said, "I'm legally blonde and oh, legally horny." Ill- illegally horny. Yeah. So oh, I don't even know. No. Illegally, I don't know what that means, and I don't want to know. <laughs> yes, she likes burgers um, too much, also to be a, to be a model. Uh, model. Um, uh, when she walked in, everyone was like, oh, my God, this is like the hottest woman ever. But then as it's playing out, everyone is more attracted to other women than her. Yeah. And she's another one. Not not too much personality. Oh, I thought she's a ton of personality, Larissa. Really? I mean, I don't know. I guess she did say that she signed up for Dick later <laughs> in the episode. Uh, I don't think so you they- can have more personality than Larissa. I think you could probably have more personality. Um, all right, let's get to the big party. Uh, yes, the party was my least favorite part of the episode because I feel like that we get this on every single one of these shows of mm-hmm. like, ooh, everybody's drinking now. Oh, truth or dare. Okay, like uh, pick a person and walk up and make out with them. Yeah. Uh, first of all, these costumes were very troubling to me. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't like them. They scared me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but and, but even more troubling, I kind of wish they had just done truth or dare or like spin the bottle. Uh, the fact that they're like, let's everyone give your best mating call and then everybody will respond with their mating I call I didn't even you. understand what was going on. And if they like you, they'll come kiss you. So it's basically just these people in ridiculous costumes making the strangest sounds and then someone comes and makes up makes out with them. Yeah. Uh, it didn't really give that much drama um peter bit emily's butt how dare you peter uh that's very forward yeah especially because she was with cam all day he knew that get out of here peter i don't think he realized but then cam came up and they had like a hot and heavy makeout session so and then peter was like sulking Mm -hmm. uh melinda kissed peter to make marv jealous yeah, what a baller move by Melinda. She's like, all right, well, I know there's nothing that's going to bother another guy like making out with somebody else. So uh, to get and then she uses Peter uh, as just like a, a, a foil to uh, get Marvin excited. Worked yeah, Marvin's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so mm-hmm. it worked. Yeah. It worked. Uh, Carly kissed Chase. Yeah, uh, but Je- uh, Emily also went up to kiss Carly. To kiss Carly. Yeah. Again, which again, I wrote her name as Jess through this whole thing. I really just <laughs> think her Go name Jess. is Jessica. Like, yeah. she's she's Jessica to me. Yeah, you'll uh, always be Jessica to me. <laughs> then we get our fake host Jeff comes back. Yeah. Uh, to introduce Lana. Yeah, and again, I did not like how they overhyped. Lana, uh, that we have a very special guest, internationally renowned superstar. Like again, this it's too hot to handle. Stop it. Even better than that were the suggestions that people were throwing out in confessional. Like who could it be? Like Like, someone said Beyonce, Ariana Grande, Harry Styles. Like the mass singer. Like stop it. What are you? What are you talking about? Stop it. Oh, someone said Drake too. Yeah, and then like 
extremely like drawn out, long pause. Wait, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? And then I just felt like that it was so fake how the reveal was. Wait, uh, what? We're on too hot to handle. Like nobody said too hot to handle. Like that. There's just no way that these people like went this far into the process. And then had the knowledge base to like instantly like the light bulb went off. Oh, my God. It's Netflix is too hot to handle. Uh, and then not realize that they were on too hot to handle. So you're calling shenanigans. I call basically. shenanigans. Yeah. Either that yeah. or they stopped down, explained what the show is and then had them do like a big uh, reveal. One, one yeah. or the other. That was going to be my next suggestion that maybe they then had like a longer period of learning what the show is and what it is called. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I think everybody here is like a willing participant in, uh, that it's too hot to handle. Well, yeah, I don't think anyone's there against their will. But I, I think that they all like came out there knowing exactly what this was going to be. I just, I, I, I guess I'm naive. I'm just choosing to believe in the purity of reality TV. Yeah. Uh, the reality TV would never do me wrong like that. <laughs> well, I mean, if anything, it's like, might be doing you wrong, but like doing the contestants less wrong in that everybody here, like, yeah, uh, like probably is, a little more ethical, yeah, has like consent to the fact of like what the show they're going to go beyond. I guess, I guess if you're going to say it like that, because I think that you know, we'd have to like ask a contestant of like uh, exactly what they knew and what they didn't know, but like, I, I get the sense that you know, everybody here is like, okay, you're gonna be on a Netflix show that's taking place on an island, like, they it looks exactly the same as Too Hot to Handle, with all like a cast that's exactly the same as Too Hot yeah. to Handle, just the hottest dummies. Mm-hmm. So, but again, they are dummies, like, I do believe that you could get one over on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you certainly could. These would be the type of people yeah. that, but, but I, I think they want to be there. Yeah, no, it's not like they heard it was too hot to handle and we're like, well, I'm leaving. Yeah, but they're all like reacting. No, it can't be not too hot to handle. No. Yeah, someone says this is not what we signed up for. Larissa says I signed up for dick. And Melinda (laughs) goes, no morning boners. (laughs) What? Yeah. And then and then that's when Lana drops the bomb. That they can't even have self-gratification. Yeah. And that is, I think, where everyone really loses it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, which was part of the rules last season. Yeah. Uh, Lana says, welcome to your long, hot, sexless yeah. summer. Um, but again, this is like a three-week thing. Yeah. Like, it's, way, it's not that if, long. If even. I think last year we also speculated that this was not actually three weeks. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's that's eight true. days or whatever. And then uh, they're telling us it's three weeks. They, yeah, that's yeah. true. They could be lying. To By the way, again. did anybody last year get dinged for a uh, not being master of their own domain? No, because they have willing participants. They didn't have to be doing stuff on their own. Yeah. I mean, I think that that would be probably very embarrassing to then uh, like uh, to to to, to a- end up uh like getting outed for uh like okay well uh all right peter uh you are being penalized it would be peter wouldn't it it's like and everybody's like oh what did he do like well yeah peter that's uh, all the tapes yeah uh well that's like i feel like it would have been you know last season uh Haley and francesca kissed just to lose the the group money out of spite 
and maybe it would have just been easier for them to uh have some solo fun yeah. there. Okay. Well, that, for spite. Well, that's yeah, a novel spite. concept. Do that for spite. Okay. All right. Uh, that anything else from episode number one of Too Hot to Handle season two? No, I think I think we beat this episode. To this death. was a lot of fun. Okay. This was incredible. So, Kirsten, where where are we going from here? Uh, that uh, how are you going to tackle the rest of this? Yes. So uh, obviously people are hearing this on Wednesday, uh, the 23rd of June, when the show has premiered. Mm -hmm. Um, Episodes uh, two, three and four are going to uh, be covered. We're going to record on Friday, June 25th is when we're going to record that. It's going to be myself, um, Puya Zanvikili and Haley Strong. We're going to talk about the rest of batch one. Yes. Okay. Uh, And then talk about all the falafel boys. All the falafel boys. So we're back. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're reuniting the dream team from the finale coverage last year. Yeah. Then uh, June 30th. So that's all going to be. So one show you're going to talk about the rest of this week. Three, yeah. The rest of this week is going to be just one more show. Okay. Then um, the following week is when the last six episodes drop. So we are going to record an episode on the first three of those within the first about 48 hours of those being online, we're going to record. We haven't set the specific yeah. time, but it will be happening either June 30th or July 1st. It will be recorded. And then uh, going to wrap up the series, the, the season, um, probably June, July 3rd will be when we record the final podcast okay. on the last three episodes. Yeah, if I can keep up, I'd love to be back on a panel uh, with you okay. along the way. I mean, if you decide to keep up, you have an open invitation. It really comes down to like how into the show is the first lady of podcasting going to be. If this is something that she'll put on at nighttime and watch along. Sometimes she gets like, uh, I hate these people so much. I can't watch this. Uh, But other times like, uh, yeah, that uh, other times she's might be a little bit more like uh, she hates them, but is willing to look at them. What's your prediction on her reaction to these people? I think that she wants to um, hate watch and judge them. Okay. I can't believe they're doing this. All this rumpy, pumpy going on. Perfect. (laughs) That's my prediction. Uh, Oh, why is she wearing that? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't notice any of the fashion choices in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Like, oh, I can't believe that they. uh, Though, and this is during COVID. Uh, your Nicole impression is so close to your Anthony impression. <laughs> like it just takes like they're just minor they're very tweaks. similar. They're very yeah. similar. I don't think I ever noticed until right now. Yeah, yeah. So as it should be, isn't he like a little mini me for yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a mama's boy. Okay, makes sense. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Kirsten, uh, this was so much fun. Uh, what yeah. do you have coming up uh, this week? Yeah, so this week, again, uh, Too Hot to Handle is my life. We'll be we'll be back on, on Friday with more of that. Uh, I am on all social media at Kirsten Said What, and I am still streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Okay, of course, uh, that we've got so much going on uh, this week. We talked about the 16th best season of Survivor San Juan del Sur. We'll be back uh, talking about the 15th best season of survivor uh super quick uh join us on uh saturday for that and of course uh everything else uh going on here as uh big brother is right around the corner here on rob's podcast Uh, because where could people uh listen to the podcast for uh too hot to handle uh so is the we'll talk through here well i think we'll, we'll, we'll put in the love island feed 
Oh, just, yeah, stick it in there. Well, honestly, you'd rename the feed Hot Dummies, you know? Hot Dummies. Uh, yeah, and then Love Island is around the corner. Yeah, Love Island is around the corner. I also forgot, and I feel like a bad person. I do also have a BoJack Horseman yes. rewatch podcast called you BoJack You mentioned Horse Lindsay Pod Wilson. With Lindsay Wilson. Yeah. Um, she's an angel in my life. I love her so much. I'm sorry I didn't mention it right away. Um, BoJack Horse Pod is very fun. Okay. All right. So, uh, was anybody dressed as a, a horse at the animal party? Thankfully, no. no. And I think that was good judgment. Good judgment. I think that was good judgment. All right. Well, the, the like dolphin or shark costume, I think, was the weirdest one. Yeah. Strange. All right. Well, thank you so much for checking out uh, this coverage of Hot Dummies on uh, Too Hot to Handle. Uh, get ready for uh, Kirsten coming back on Friday with the rest of the week one recap. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too. If you're busy enough, go to geico.com, get a quote, see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today.